All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 17th of July. Let's talk about the big corporate news first. Suzlon Energy has said that it missed payments on dollar-denominated convertible debt that was due yesterday. It faced a deadline of July 16th to repay $172 million that is outstanding on the securities that were issued as part of a debt restructuring. Cox & Kings, meanwhile, has defaulted on its repayment obligations on commercial papers worth 45 crore rupees, while interest of 41 lakh rupees could not be paid on bonds worth 50 crore rupees, according to a statement issued by the company on Tuesday. This is the fourth Cox & Kings default in three weeks. Shares of crisis-hit Divan Housing Finance Corporation will be excluded from the equity derivatives segment of the National Stock Exchange from the 27th of September. The company has suffered consistent downgrades in its credit ratings since February on the back of multiple defaults. On Monday, DHFL said it is working with stakeholders and creditors to ensure resolution of liquidity issues without any haircut to the lenders. Lenders to the bankrupt Jet Airways, who met in Mumbai for the first time since the carrier was sent to the National Company Law Tribunal, are understood to have decided to call for expressions of interest by Saturday to sell whatever little assets of the airline that they can. A section of the employees of Jet Light, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Jet Airways, plan to move the National Company Law Tribunal to recover 50 crore rupees in salary dues from the grounded airline. Talking about payments in India, Facebook is moving a step closer to launching its long-delayed WhatsApp payment service in India after wrapping up an audit of related data practices, according to people familiar with the matter. That's a Bloomberg story. The payments offering has been in beta mode in India since early 2018 for a million users, but the nationwide debut has been delayed in part because of government regulations. WhatsApp is required to show a third-party auditor that all data involved in payments will be stored on servers only in India. WhatsApp is preparing to submit the report for approval to India's banking regulator, the Reserve Bank of India. In local news, at least seven persons were killed after a four-storied residential building collapsed in South Mumbai's congested Dongri area on Tuesday, trapping over 40 people under the debris. That's according to the Brihan Mumbai Municipal Corporation. In international equities, caution has returned to Asian equities today after losses seen in the U.S. session in the wake of President Donald Trump saying that he could impose more tariffs on China. This after promising to hold off on additional duties in a trade war truce that he reached with Xi Jinping last month. He reasserted that China is supposed to buy more farm products, a promise that Beijing hasn't confirmed or fulfilled. The three U.S. benchmarks ended lower by between 0.1 and 0.4% in yesterday's session. In Asia this morning, two of the three early risers were trading with cuts. That's the Nikkei in Japan and the Kospi in South Korea. 
Elsewhere, the Bitcoin has slid below $10,000 just three weeks after surging above that mark for the first time in more than a year as US legislators expressed deep skepticism about the viability of cryptocurrencies. In a separate issue in the US that's been grabbing headlines all week, the House voted yesterday to condemn comments from President Donald Trump that have been criticized as racist, with some Democrats complaining that party leaders aren't punching back hard enough. The president started the controversy on Sunday by tweeting that four lawmakers, all women of color, should go back to the country they originally came from, instead of telling Americans how their government should be run. Three of those lawmakers were born in the United States. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. The global queues are muted at this point of time. The SCX Nifty is also indicating a negative outlook. The big talking point yesterday was crude, which was down over 3% in trade. But we are in the midst of earnings season, so Wipro and Yes Bank will be the nifty companies that will report numbers today. Among the other numbers, Mindtree, Tata Alexi, Aditya Birla Money, DFM Foods, Dhanlakshmi Bank and Men in Bearings will report numbers. In terms of numbers after market hours, extremely weak set of numbers from DCB Bank. The NII was up 11.7% at 305 crores. The estimate was 313 crores. Profit up 17% at 81 crores versus the estimate of 95 crores. Provisioning was up 22%. Uh, the asset quality weakened both on a gross as well as net basis. Slippages rose to the agri and CV segment, where the management has maintained its stance of doubling the loan book in the next three to three and a half years and says will not compromise on the asset quality to achieve the guidance. They've also made an offer to Abu Dhabi Commercial Bank to acquire the business of the customers in India. Probably should react negatively. MCX uh, is in line set of numbers. Revenues up 9%, EBITDA up 11%. 11%, EBITDA margins of 35% versus 34%. Profit was up six times and this was on account of higher other income, lower tax and exceptional loss in the base quarter. Morgan Stanley says that the revenues were in line with their expectation. Jai Bharat Maruti, weak set of numbers, revenues down 12%, profit down 42%, EBITDA down 8%. Agrotech Foods re revenues were flat, net profit up 6%. Five Paisa Capital revenues up 2.5 times and net loss at 0.5 crores versus a net loss of 6 crores. So better than estimated set of numbers. The board approved a right issue of 1 is to 1 for 80 rupees aggregating to 102 crores. In terms of stocks to watch, watch out for defaults by two companies. Suzlon Energy defaulted on bonds worth $172 million and Cox and & Kings for commercial paper worth 45 crores. KNR Construction received an order worth 850 crores for an irrigation project. Sadbhav Infra came out with their first quarter toll revenue uh, updates which was up 2.3%. In terms of uh, brokerages, Edelweiss has raised the target price on Federal Bank to 134 from 128 maintaining a buy. IIFL says that the HCL Tech annual report highlights the improvement in its IMS business and increasing prominence of its software products strategy. Access, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch and Morgan Stanley, all of them have raised the target price on HDFC AMC post the numbers. And CLSA is bullish on the power sector. They've raised the target price for NTPC and Power Grid. So that's something that you need to watch out for. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloomberquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 
I hope you enjoy listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. <laughs>